Hey guys, welcome to the Blissful Programmer podcast. I'm your host Saurav and I hope you all are doing awesome, you're feeling great and you're staying healthy and safe out there. If you're new to the Blissful Programmer podcast, this podcast is all about programming in general and becoming a blissful programmer and a person. A blissful programmer was able to help you in any way. You can show your appreciation by following us, supporting us, subscribing and sharing with your friends and family. Recently, um, I have also uh, created a Patreon page and I think created two tiers (laughs) as per their recommendation. Uh, If you want to show your appreciation, you can go to Blissful. You can go and search on Patreon for Blissful programmer it is b-l-i-s-s-f-u-l-p-r-o-g-r-a-m-m-e-r if you are already a supporter i'm immensely grateful for your support you guys help me inspire others and it means a lot to me in this episode i would like to discuss with you a topic which is uh personally i never really thought through this when i started programming but the more I am getting into becoming a senior, uh, you know, developer, a senior engineer, the more I am understanding the importance of this whole, uh, this whole field, this whole way of thinking. All right. So the main, uh, to- the main point of this whole approach is to be a knowledge cruncher and not just to be a code cruncher, you know, not just to be a technical guy, you know, you, but actually taking the time to learn about the domain you are working in. So if you would have guessed it right, yes, I'm talking about domain driven design. I recently or I'm rereading this book, but it's a pretty cool book by Eric Evans. Uh, uh, when I started reading, I was like, wait, this guy is Chris Evans for like brother or something, <laughs> but no, he's not. Maybe he is. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool book. He's a respected uh, programmer, engineer, and uh, uh, yeah, it's a very uh, kind of new way of thinking. I won't say new, but different way of thinking. And uh, so, the whole premise of this uh, new uh, or this approach is that. Uh, you should think more about understanding the domain, understanding who uses, who are the uh, domain experts or the people who actually use your product, your software, uh, and mainly, you know, understand how they interact with the system, how, what language they use, what are the, co- what are the common terms they use, and what are the main entities they think are the most important ones, all right. So this approach calls more for you being more involved with, uh, you know, the like the domain experts and going through an iterative process of learning. So your main objective is not like not in the start. The main objective is not really to create a software as soon as possible. That objective, if you have that objective, that's the worst objective to have, because even if you create an object fast, sorry, object uh, by object, I mean software fast. It's just a matter of time before you realize you actually created a lot of tech debt and now you have to think about refactoring or changing it and it's a waste of time. So I would suggest you, and also this is a distinction between a senior engineer, a a solution architect and a person who is just starting to program that 
they think about the big picture the 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 former guys think about the big picture they they try to understand the problem at hand deeply they try to empathize with the domain experts with the stakeholders with the client the customer and how they are actually using it they try to uh, use the same terminology and same representations of the entities in, uh, in, in while they are talking so it's very easy for them to discuss uh, the whole domain with the stakeholders without uh, you know making uh, the stakeholders or clients or customers uh, mind go all crazy <laughs> you know being technical people we also have a few like not a few i mean i've seen a lot of guys have big egos and i i just hate i mean if you th if you have confidence if you think like i can solve any problem even if it is too hard and you have the confidence in your persistence and in the ability that you would be able to solve the problem that's that's commendable i love it but if you have an ego that i am the best and what i know is the best what terms i use is the best suited term that's just stupid no one cares all right because if you make your your code your software too complex no one is really gonna give a crap about your code no one is gonna use your software so the first thing i would suggest is to keep your ego in check and if you do martial arts it's uh, like i when you do jujitsu or something it the first rule is keep your ego in check or keep your ego out of the door because you are there to learn every day and there would always be someone who will beat your ass okay but as a software engineer we don't feel that way because no one is actually beating our ass so we we are like oh yeah we since we have been here and we know a lot we are the shit you know what i'm saying but that's not true there's always a you know new things to learn apart from technology there are always new approaches to try there are always new things to learn about your customer your client your your stakeholders and you know there are always improvements you can do in your code base so in the so that in the future it becomes easy for you to build on top of or for others to build on top of it so you might ask where am i you know also i will suggest uh, you guys to read that book it's a pretty good book and it will give you a different perspective of thinking of uh, you know software engineering um so you might ask like hey so okay you're talking about understanding domain and being more closer to customers and so on but like why should i do that well in any company and you might even realize this happens to you in in your company as well in any company there are two types in any software team let's talk about software team there are two types of members the first member is people who just write code they are given a feature they are given a you know like set of tasks this this, this should happen this did this they write test they they get it done fast and their the feature is out but they don't really deep down understand the why is behind and, and the hows of how it's going to be used or how how the real world uses those feature how they think you know how they uh, what nomenclature they use for entities and then there is a, there becomes a kind of a ever widening gap between the representation of those entities and the nomenclature in your code base and the the technical terms you are using in your code base and then slowly it becomes pretty hard to understand what you are writing so 
that was the first kind the second type is core members which who know about the domain who know about the the right nomenclature to choose who know a bit about like how customers and clients and stakeholders think how the domain experts who know a lot about that domain in real life think what nomenclature they use and how can they write a code so that even if a non-technical member who is a domain expert looks at the code he can make a little bit of sense of through the nomenclature and you know the function name the class name they can make a little bit of sense you know and that can serve as a documentation itself those core members are not replaceable the other people who are just you know like software engineers who just want to solve a problem and that's it they don't care about the real world uh, impact the real world uh, use of those concept those guys are replaceable all right so try to be the core member try to learn about the domain as much as possible try to uh, interact with your uh, domain experts your ex your try to get knowledge from um, stakeholders your customers your clients and try to understand how they utilize what terms they use what do they understand as entities so maybe you sit down with them and try to discuss and you can use like a few of the steps you can take is firstly you can use very simple informal box kind of entity diagrams and line kind of for showing the relation you know entity relationship diagram but don't go full on crazy because non-technical people won't understand but whenever you are having a discussion just use a dashboard and draw some entities out there and anyone who has you know even a little bit of common sense will try will kind of understand that the boxes you are drawing represent the entities they are talking about and the lines they are drawing uh, you are drawing are mainly relationships of the connections of how things are connected slowly they will also you know understand uh, this informal language and you can bridge the gap between their language their understanding and your understanding and your technique you know your language without having to use a person who has to necessarily translate because whenever someone translates something for you and it's not you as a coder there is always a knowledge loss and the more this process continues where someone else an analyst is converting things for you then the more knowledge loss happen and then the code base represent totally different way you know totally different thing while the actual domain is progressing towards a different direction so yeah i would suggest put more emphasis on understanding how the domain is utilized go through iterative process of discussion with your you know domain experts trying to understand how do you know how they uh, think about the problem how they think about the entity how they think about the actual business logic because they are the one who knows the most and you are so you are the one who is trying to acquire knowledge for them from them as much knowledge not i would say not you are not trying to be like a let's say if you're working in supply chain you are not trying to be like a supply chain manager all you are trying to do is get enough information so that you so that first of all you have a common language to you know express your thinking in software domain with the domain expert first second 
it's very easy in the future to make a change when you have established that particular informal way of communication apart from that i would also i mean apart from you know drawing er diagrams etc i would also try to say like try to use some informal notes around the same you know as much graphic representation as possible but don't try to get too technical the main point here is trying to find a a a a, a common language of expression for example if you know french and uh, if you don't know english but someone knows english and someone he doesn't know french you kind of try you kind of and you are both in a different country and you have to make a sale happen you try to find a common ground a common things which you under, both understand and that's your that, that's kind of the language you are sharing so uh yeah that's what you're doing while being a technical person who knows technical knowledge and the domain expert knows about domain knowledge domain language and you try to find a common ground second thing i will say is all the nomenclatures all the entities all the technical way of execution of code and everything not the execution but more like or the logic but more like you know the interfaces and the the overall nomenclature the names etc they should re they should represent the actual entities in the domain of how domain experts stakeholder customers etc they they utilize that that's going to help anyone who has good amount of do you know who comes into the team gets a bit of knowledge about the domain comes go goes back to the code and he can directly associate oh what we are talking about otherwise let's say you are on netflix stream and you have you are using streaming services like s3 uh, s3 or and uh, cloudfront to stream the videos and you name your entities as streams while actual users call them i don't know like videos or movies or something like that you know then the the moment you start diverging the name and the meaning between what you are writing in the code and what is being actually spoken that starts the gap which keeps on widening as you go further and after a while it's pretty hard to understand the code so yeah this whole approach of domain driven design i liked it and i'm learning more and more about it it's uh, more about practicing and it's uh, going to help you progress faster and become a core member an irreplaceable core member who understand the domain well because then the stakeholder will ask for you why because you are the one who can make sense of what they're saying you know what i'm saying so that's why they would like you to lead it to you to be in the meetings you to make the decision maker when it's coming to you know communication and when it's coming to uh programming so in a way it's also simply finding the right balance and making it things simple you know going back to the principle of make, keeping it simple and the simplest approach is don't try to fart some technical noise in in that whole discussion you know just just stay with the informal language start with the skeleton find out how the domain works what the domain what is the main problem the domain you know the stakeholder are trying to solve try to understand talk to the domain expert how they utilize it and 
what is the problem actually what is the representation first of all of entity the relationship then what is the problem to be solved and then discuss with all, a lot of diagrams informal diagrams you know how would you go about uh, solving the problem so ex explain to them like in their own language by dra drawing a lots of diagrams how would you solve it and ask for their feedback and slowly they will learn more about your domain which is technical er diagram etc or, or you know sequence diagram and they you will know more about the domain and you will at one point of time you'd know enough to go and create the backbone of the feature and after you have created a backbone just like a sculptor creates a sculpture he creates the backbone the anatomy and then adds the flesh and skin and etc similarly you are an artist you go and talk to you know find out the domain the problem and everything in their own uh language in their own terms and then write out the code so that the code itself is very similar to the domain and the mechanism are you know and afterwards uh slowly you can go through this iterative process and once the backbone is done you can add the flesh you can add more code you can add, use a framework you can use mvc what etc etc create a you know a nice uh, i don't know like if needed view around it create actions etc etc so yeah the that was the main point of this episode uh try to have empathy for the uh, the stakeholder the domain expert second try to be a core member mainly try to learn the intricacies not like deep but try to learn what is the main problem being solved and what terminologies etc they use and use those terminology those representation in your own coding style and then go back discuss more while you two guys are evolving a new kind of informal way of communication which is semi technical which they guys understand and you understand and finally you guys together solve a problem maybe you find out okay this was not the main problem to be solved and then you discuss more and finally are able to get to a solution which is what they want you know so yeah this was what i was trying to say i by the way these are not my ideas of course as i said uh you should read the book it's a pretty cool book and as, as i'm reading more and more i'll discuss uh with you guys more about it uh if something totally sub, you know totally changes my person you know uh, something really inspires me something totally uh so, some new concepts pop in how, and i feel like it's pretty cool to discuss i feel like uh, it can be helpful for others have it uh create more episodes around it the book is domain driven design it's written by eric evans and martin flower also has i think he has given forward or maybe he has contributed but yeah go read that book and if you like to do more discussion if you would like to ask more question let me know if you like to uh you know become a patreon as i said blissful programmer is available on patreon so uh, i'd really appreciate uh if you feel uh the podcast was able to help you in any way in <laughs> inspire you in any way and yeah uh i think this approach by the way this approach you have to practice a lot it's it's not going to happen 
like you read a book and you're like oh yeah, i'm gonna do this and no you will get back to it you have to practice at least 12 to 15 times something to be actually able to ingrain it in your in your own dis you know discipline ingrain it in your life 10 to 15 times minimum all right okay so that was all i had to talk about in this episode i hope you guys are safe i will i hope you guys are safe and you will stay safe i will talk to you in the next episode thank you for listening